Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to Totally Women, the podcast that gets up in your business. If you are a woman, yes. And guess what? We are talking about everything, everything that pertains to us. I am your host. This is Rosemary Crosdale. I am a registered nurse. I am an adult gerontology nurse practitioner as well. And we are up to episode six. Oh my God. Episode six. First of all, can I just thank everyone? I just want to thank everyone who has been on this journey with me. Thank you for your support through the other previous episodes. We're still in October and we're still talking about breast cancer. It's breast cancer awareness and we're still talking with that. But today will be a little bit different. I'll get into that in a little bit. But just to recap, you know, we've been talking. I just want to make sure, ladies, please. And, you know, I I cannot stress screening enough. When we talk about screenings, we talk about going and getting your mammograms done. If you're of the age where you need to get a mammogram, and usually that's around age 40, unless you either tested positive for the BRCA gene where you know of that, right? You may have a maternal mom or your maternal grandmother who tested positive as well, or they may not have tested positive, but they have had breast cancer, right? The percentage then is probably 50% because now it's a part of your genetic makeup. But if you don't have that issue, and sometimes people are getting breast cancer, they're getting it younger for whatever reason. They they have no issues. We don't know what's going on. Sometimes they say it's, you know, you're a product of your environment. We don't know what is happening. But people are getting breast cancer now at different ages. So one of the things that we can do if you're not due for your mammogram is to always do your self-breast exam. Okay. So let us get into episode six and I have another surprise for you all. We have another guest. Yes, I'm not by myself today. We have another guest and I am so excited to have her. This is one of my friends. We are childhood friends. Yes, we've known each other since we We're probably about 10, 11 years old, Nicolene Miller Barrett, and she's been dealing with breast cancer. And today she's here with me and she's just going to be sharing her journey. I'm very, very excited to have her. Nicolene, welcome. I just want to introduce you to my Totally Woman podcast. Feel free. This is like a judgment-free zone. You know, everybody is just on here and we're just very, very supportive and we're just glad to have you. Um, Just want to say thanks, Rosemary, (laughs) for the invite uh, to come on your program. Congratulations to you on your new venture and I wish you all the success in the world. Thank you so much. On this this new avenue, you know, and reaching people. I know your heart for health issues and health related issues. And, you know, just want to say, girl, I'm so glad for you. As you introduced me earlier, my name is Nicolene Miller Barrett, a island girl in Jamaica. <laughs> I am the mother of two wonderful children, son and a daughter, Whitney and Giovanni. I am not going to say the age, but 
<laughs> I am a product of the islands. I'm a product of my parents, my mom, my dad, my sisters, my brothers. Importantly, I'm a Christian. I grew up in the church, and that's just basically a little bit about me. How I got on this journey, for me, Cancer came out of nowhere for me. There are no history in my family of anyone with cancer. And I didn't know anybody with cancer. So for me to be diagnosed with this, this was very scary, very surprising, out of nowhere. But for me, my journey started with just flu-like symptoms. Wow. I didn't have any pain in my breast. I had lumps. I've always had lumps in both breasts. Ever since I came into puberty at nine years old, and I can remember all through grade school or our primary school, I always had lumps in my breast. It was mm -hmm. not something that is new. In 2014, I had the flu and it would not go away. Kept getting worse. I have asthma. So it kept interacting with that, and I ended up in the emergency room. They tested me. They said it was bronchitis. And as a follow-up, the doctor says, follow up, you know, in two days with your doctor. They gave me some medication, sent me home. I made the appointment to see my doctor within the two days. He was not there, so I saw a new doctor. And she said to me, hey, Nicolene, when was the last time you had your physical? And I said, last year, I'm due for another one in July. Now, this was in June. Okay. She said, okay, just hop up on the table and I'll get someone to be with us in the room. And she went out and I did what she said to do. And she came back and she said, hey, do you know that you have lumps in your breast? I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she said, when was your last mammogram? I said, last year. She said, okay, I'm going to send you in for another one. So I'm like, mm, yeah, part of the physical, right. Or whatever. Uh -huh. So then I go get the mammograms done. They let me know that I had fatty tissue breasts and the results would be coming in a couple of days. The results did come back after some more testing and stuff. They sat me down. I went to the see the doctor. And the first thing she sat me down in the chair, she says, I remember it today. She says, Nicolene, breast cancer is not a killer. But if you want to be dead, just sit right where you are and say, I am dead. Oh, wow. And I, that, Marie lives with me every day. Wow. wow. I remember that. I'm starting to get tear. I, I remember know. that <laughs> every day. Breast cancer is not a killer, but if you want to be dead, just sit there and say, I am dead. Wow. And then she went on to tell me, hey, um, you have tested positive, steam triple negative breast cancer. They started asking a whole lot of questions again. And, you know, I was having also some issues where I kept getting hospitalized because I had fibroids. Okay. I kept doing blood transfusions. So it was also within that time. That period, yes. Yes. So shortly, like probably a couple of days after I was diagnosed with that, I was in the hospital again to get another transfusion. 
they actually called me while I was on my way to work. Wow. And says, my doctor says to me, Nicolene, where are you? And I said, I'm on my way to work. And she says, you need to turn back. I'm like, why? She said, I just called the nearest emergency room to where you are. And I needed to go there and just tell them your name and go and they'll open the door. Wow. And I'm like, why, why, why she wouldn't tell me? But I had to do another transfusion. <laughs> so the next day while I was in the hospital, my original doctor came and he you know, like when you are in trouble, but your parents don't want to say anything. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> yeah. So he comes in the room and he's just looking at me like, and he has his hand behind his back. And, you know, he went and he stood by the wall and he's looking at me and he's looking at me and I'm looking at him in the hospital bed. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So he says to me, Nicolin, I know this is a scary time for you now, but, you know, you have got to take care of yourself and, you know, you'll be fine. So I say, yeah. So then I had, I, I, I always laugh, I had a general assembly for mm -hmm. a church convention and I had already booked tickets, Mary booked rooms. To and go, I know. To yeah. go. And he says, I know you are going to your convention, but I would strongly advise you not to. And so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Then he started talking about all these things. And I'm like, Doc, I am not canceling. I am going. I say, allow me to go, please. And when I come back, you can do whatever you want. Oh, my God, Nicolene. Wow. So then he, he was like, against my will, I'm going to say yes. But when you come back, you need to come straight to the hospital. I had to come back a day earlier than was scheduled. So I had to leave my kids in Florida by themselves. I had to come back early. I couldn't stay the time because the seriousness of the issue. And I didn't know, you know, what it would entail. I left yeah. my kids with their grandmother at the convention. I came home early and I started treatment right away. Wow. I am extremely grateful for my mm -hmm. mom, my church family, those yeah. people went above and beyond. They cooked, they washed, they cleaned, they went to doctor's appointments with me. They yes. prayed everything. My, my Oh, my boss was was hands-on he whatever time I needed. He yes. took me to the doctor himself. Wow. It was so I was going through it, yes. but it was so surreal. It was like right. it was happening to me, but at the same time, I was it was it's like, like it's not happening. Yes, yes. Because yes. um, you probably not even come to terms with the diagnosis or anything. I, it was just like, you know, one point yes. they started to tell me that they think I have leukemia. Oh, and gosh. oh, my God, I remember standing on the roadside. I'm crying, tears, everybody passing me, looking at me like I'm a crazy Closing person. <laughs> but, you know, so it all, Marie, God's hand was evident. Yes, yes. And he has kept me. Mm -hmm. It's not myself. I keep telling people that it's not me. Yes. Uh, but it has been a journey. Two years after that, in 2016, I think I was sailing well again. It came back. The first time it was both breasts. 
the second time, it was the left breast. Wow. 2016, we went through that all again. Mm-hmm. We had different surgeries through that. I had to have a total hysterectomy, removing tubes, ovaries, everything. 2017, after that cancer bout concluded. And then in 2022, the cancer came back in the right breast. And as I said, I don't seem to have the regular symptoms that you would hear people say, hey, Hey, my breast hurts or anything. Mine always comes with flu. I don't know. Right, flu-like symptoms. Flu-like symptoms. Yeah. I don't have pain. I don't have itch. I don't have uncomfortable, nothing. But Mm. in terms of your treatment, chemo and radiation, was that a part of your treatment regimen or did they? I I did chemotherapy Mm -hmm. for um, 2014 and this recent 2016. I did not up to do radiation until 14. this last bout. Like in term, in so this right now with the right breast in 2022. 2022. Okay, got it, got 2022, it. 2022, oh November. So mm-hmm. I actually completed chemo, two surgeries, and radiation. I completed all of those at the end of April 2023. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And yeah. so far, have you been rescanned? And where are we right now? Well, they call me in every two months, and I actually have a scan on the thirty first of October coming up. Coming up, right? Right. Um, because mm-hmm. as again, I am on hormone therapy since June. I started having these flu-like things again. My doctor asked me to go get a blood test done two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And she said that she's not liking what she sees on the test. Mm -hmm. So they ordered that I get the scans done before the time. So I actually have that coming up and I have to redo also the blood test. So we're waiting, praying, hopefully that... Yeah. This is just the flu or this it's is not just, the flu because right, right. I'm not sick. As I said, I don't have the typical flu symptoms, just a runny nose. My I get very dusted and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but And then the- it, it's so crazy because, you know, now that the weather is changing, we're approaching flu season and stuff like that. So for you to be feeling this way, but uh-huh. like you said, this was a precursor to what you experienced in the beginning was this flu-like <laughs> symptom. So this has been a part of your journey and a part <laughs> of your history. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it's only by the grace of God. I mean, I know it's like your journey is just like an ongoing thing. It's like constantly evolving because here you are, you think that this thing is under control and then all of a sudden you go back or something else, the left Uh, breast, and now here you go. It's the right breast now. Did you have to have no mastectomies or anything? You still have your breasts. They just went in uh, surgical procedures in terms of Taking lumps out, partial mastectomies uh-huh. on both breasts. We have taken the um, lymph nodes out. Actually, this last cancer in the right breast, it came, it's the normal cancer, she said, but then it adds a cancer called a papillary carcinoma. Got it. So it was two cancers in one. I was a little bit flabbergasted because I didn't know 
and what I would encourage women mm-hmm. when you go to your appointments, especially when you go for results, yes, go with something to write with. Write with, yes. Everything they say, you ask if you don't understand what they are saying, you mm-hmm. ask them to repeat themselves you said this word what does that mean mm-hmm. uh, where is this located why am i getting this i was tested for the BRCA gene i don't have the BRCA gene wow as i said before nobody in my family, family yes yes mm-hmm. they say it's not what i eat they took me off all meat at one time we stopped all dairy mm-hmm it was just fruits and vegetables, whole grains. Mm-hmm. Then they put fish. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even eating chicken, nothing, nothing right. like that. Then they said, okay, you could go back to chicken and fish. You can add a quinoa and stuff like that, whole grains, keep mm-hmm. the grains going, the vegetables. I've never smoked right. or drank, yes. never done drugs. Mm-hmm. None of that. None right. of the, right. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I... Went to the gym. I kept myself healthy physically. Yes. yes. And this is what we're realizing too. And it, it's amazing how, you know, you've been tested for the BRCA gene because a lot of times we were told that when you get breast cancer and stuff like that, and then you test positive for this BRCA gene, but in your situation, you, you don't even have the BRCA gene. You just started by experiencing flu-like symptoms. I don't know if I would have went to general assembly though, Nicolina, I probably would have been panicking. <laughs> I probably would have been like, no, let me wait. But you know, it just shows you the grace of God and how God has kept you on this journey. And I'm trying to like put my emotions and my feelings, you know, into the words to express myself really, but I don't even have the correct terminology of what I want to say, but this has been such a journey for you. And I want to say to the women out there that, you know, here is my friend and she's a perfect example of you can do what you need to do. And we don't know where her journey is going to take her, you know, but the good thing is that she's here and she's here with us and she's taking all the precautions and she's just doing what she has to do. And it's not an easy journey. And I just give God thanks for you. I'm so happy that you were able to just come on and share your story. I'm just like trying to not get into, you know, because when I think about it and I think about your journey and I think about where you're coming from and where you are and you're, you know, hoping, and even in 2022, this, started out for you from 2014 and here you are and it's still you know Mm. going and you're probably saying to yourself my god you're a woman of faith right and you're praying and you're saying to yourself but god i'm praying for healing your church is praying we're praying we're all praying for you and hoping that this thing will go away but god has kept you Yes. You know, and God has kept you and God has kept your mind. And I know that with this, you know, comes sometimes the mental aspects of it. Right. Yes. I'm pretty sure sometimes, you know, you get depressed and you don't feel like (laughs) even what, you know, the tears come and whatever. And it's good to do that. You know, (laughs) any final thoughts, just your final thoughts of what you just want to say to the woman on this Totally Women podcast. And just sum up, you know, this whole journey and everything that you've been going through. Oh, thank you, Marie. What I would want to say to us as women, don't be scared when you hear the word cancer. Yes, I know it is scary, can be scary, 
But I think if we take the chance on ourselves yes, to fight this, I mean, everybody's battle, everybody's journey is going to be different. Yes, yes. Um, I can't say what works for me will work for you, mm-hmm. but take the bull by the horn mm-hmm. and fight, mm-hmm. fight for your life. Don't become scared. Don't let it overwhelm you. Don't sit in a corner and feel sorry for yourself. Fight with everything that is within you. Whatever the doctors say to you, whatever they tell you, I've learned by experience, do it. Read a lot. Read on what you are going through. Find books, find people who you talk to who have been on a similar journey that you have, you are going through, find people who will minister to your heart. Yes. Yes. Can be a very lonely journey. Mm -hmm. It can. So I would just want to encourage us know your body Mm -hmm. fight. Say that again. Know your body. Yes. Yes. Don't be afraid to, I always say to people now, don't be afraid to, Feel up yourself. Yes. Say it again. Say it <laughs> again, up, honey. Yes. Feel up feel yourself. Up your, yes. Touch yes. Yourself. Touch, touch yes. yourself all over. And use a mirror if you have to. Tell them. Know, know your body. Yes. Don't wait for your husband. Don't wait for the doctor. Your boy. Don't wait for your boyfriend. Know your body for yourself. Oh, my God. Yes. I did not have the typical symptoms but know your body when you don't, something doesn't feel right within yourself, go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. That's what they are there for. I know it can be a chore. I think for my journey, navigating the healthcare system was the hardest part. Right. Wow. This, the, yeah, that was the hardest part. But you have to be proactive in your own care. Yes. Ask questions. Yes. Seek things out, read, mm-hmm. talk. Mm-hmm. That's what I would want to say to us. And yes. because we are women, we are strong and yes. we can do it. Yes. Our, we can do it. <laughs> thank you. Oh my God. Nicolin, thank you so, so, so much. This was so amazing. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. I know this is very personal and you mm-hmm. know, your journey showed me a totally different side. I mean, sometimes you hear things, but then when you realize that there's someone who you know, and someone that you really care about who is going through this, you mm-hmm. know, going through this and that they're coming out on the other end and that they're surviving and that they're dealing with it. I truly appreciate you being here. Like I said, I can't thank you enough for sharing. I really, really appreciate it. I pray that God will continue to cover you and to see you through. And, you know, as this journey continues, we're praying that when you get your results for your scan on October 31st, that you'll be cancer free, that they won't see any cancer there in your right breast. In the name of Jesus, that's what we're claiming and that's what we're believing. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you again, my dear. I just wish you all the best and thank you so much, so much for sharing. Thank you. Oh my God, what a powerful story. What a powerful story. And you see, ladies, listen, 
this is where we say one size does not fit all, right? One size does not fit all. We talk about, you know, getting your screenings, getting your mammograms. Look at what Nicolin experienced, right? So this is what I'm trying to say to you. You have to make yourself a priority. You have to be the one who is taking your health under control. You have to be. Like Nicolin says, when you go and you get your mammogram, if there's terminology in there, in your report that you don't understand, you have to be the one to ask questions. Don't just take it and passively say, okay, they tell you it's negative and whatever, and then you see all these other terminologies and you don't understand it. Ask someone to explain it to you. You can, it's your right. It's about you. So you can ask these questions. And if someone is giving you pushback, then you ask to speak to someone else, because guess what? You have to advocate for yourself. Knowledge is power. And the more you know, the more you will be able to make conscious decision on how to treat and to take care of yourself. Okay. So this is what we want to make sure that we're getting these things done because breast cancer, like I said, is it doesn't come the diagnosis, the symptoms. It's not what somebody else went through. Everybody has their different journey. Like she said, Okay, so you want to make yourself a priority and get yourself checked. Feel on yourself, okay? So I encourage you today, ladies, ladies of Totally Women, all you women who have been joining me on this journey, I just pray that, you know, you know someone, you have a friend, take someone under your wings, call someone. The holidays are fast approaching, right? talk to someone you may not have spoken to them in a while but you know reach out to someone reach out to friends let us be kind to one another be kind we're living in a world nowadays where sometimes we're not kind to each other so many things are happening around us so like i always say ladies let us continue to uplift each other motivate each other and inspire each other thank you again so much for joining me